KHNC.com. Hi, Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks so much for listening to me every weekday from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. right here on KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Hey, do you own a business in northern Colorado or surrounding areas? Are you looking to reach a conservative, loyal audience which could grow your business? Well, take my advice and contact my friends at KHNC. KHNC has a rapidly growing, conservative, family-based audience, and you can speak directly to them. Now, if you're looking for the type of customers or clients that believe in the principles that our great country was founded upon just contact my friends at khnc the roar of the rockies and learn how you can be heard right on the air just call 970-587-5003 or email on the air at 1360khnc.com that's 970-587-5003 or email on the air at 1360khnc.com take it from me brian kilmeade you can showcase your business to the folks that are helping to take our country back. On August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Move up the road to the outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat. Sits a
Coming. I'm almost here. Okay. I had planned to do my program from the main board today, but I'm not, uh, I, I think we've been having problems with that board, so we'll just work it through. Good morning, welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Radio Ministry Program. My name is Rick Rodriguez. I play that song with Neil Diamond. He uh, went to a, I think it was in Mississippi, he went to a uh, tent crusade when he was young, and I think he'd gone in, in his testimony, he was probably going to old ridicule, but something happened, and he realized that this was more real and more genuine than he could imagine, and because of it, he wrote this song. Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show. I have, I'm going to start out with, uh, to finish that thought actually, the overcoming church in the world today. That is a, I would say, a good type of what this overcoming church at the end of the world is going to do. We're going to shake the nations. We're going to shake the earth. And we're going to shake the powers in the heavens, the forces of hell, and the forces of darkness. I don't say that lightly. It's in the Bible, what I'm telling you. At the end of the world, God said one final time he was going to shake the heavens, not only the earth, but the heavens also. We're in that time. And what he meant by the heavens was the powers that rule the nations in the atmosphere. I have mentioned in the past this matter of God's eternal purpose. I had mentioned it a few times last week. God has an eternal purpose. His eternal purpose is really defined in, in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26, 7, 28. I'm going to read them to you. And then I'll give you an understanding of what God was saying. Verse 26, Genesis chapter 1. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over everything that creeps upon the earth. So God opened, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Verse 28, And God blessed them. God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over everything that moves upon the earth. Image and dominion. This was God's plan. That man would have God's image and that man would exercise God's dominion. This is the eternal plan of God. And at the now, in the time that we live in, 
God has a way, a plan in that eternal plan to, he will have a body of believers, people, individuals, and a corporate group that will represent him in image and dominion. I had begun three weeks ago wanting to present the gifts of the Spirit to this audience. And little by little, I have been, through testimony, I have been presenting these gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are nine gifts. Also, there are nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. In verse 22 of Galatians chapter 5, or is it verse 20? 22, I was right. Galatians 5.22, there are five fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These gifts, or these fruits, are for conduct, for the conduct of the believer. These are the fruits. The conduct all pertain to image within. The ability within, through the strength of the Holy Spirit, to be able to experience and display these fruits. This is a subjective quality to your walk with the Holy with, with the Lord and with the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Again, this is for conduct. Without the Holy Spirit working in your life, working with you, you're not going to express love the way it should be expressed. You are not going to have any joy, even in hardships, like you should. You're not going to have the peace that you need in Christ, no matter what crisis you may, uh, what what problem, or what crisis you might be, uh, might might come into your world. Long suffering, meaning you just continue. You're just moving in spite of the conditions and circumstances. Kindness. This is one of the fruits of the Spirit, kindness. People, when they're being mistreated, aren't really kind. They, they uh, retaliate, they fight back. Kindness. Goodness. There is general... Generally, with mankind, men have these qualities. Mankind, these qualities are natural. But these are not natural qualities that I'm talking about. These are qualities that go to a much higher uh, understanding and experience. And you can only experience these qualities of image if you are born again and that the Holy Spirit is upon you. Faithfulness. This is a subjective power. Gentleness. Self-control. If you look at Christ 
in the final day of his life, you will see all of these fruits displayed. Every one of them. Long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, love, joy, peace. These were the qualities, image. God intended that Christ would be the example of all of these conduct, these fruits for conduct. Now moving to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are gifts in communication. These are all communicative or, or gifts in which in ways in which God speaks to us. A word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, the gift of prophecy, of faith, the gifts of healing, working of miracles, discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. Gifts in these gifts are the way in which God communicates to us. I have many examples as we go through these gifts. Now, in the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, when Paul mentions the gifts of the Holy Spirit, of all the apostles, he is the one who presents these to the Corinthians. Later on, and this is in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians, later on in the chapter, he talks about apostles, prophets, miracles, teachers, and, and different matters. These are the gifts, you might say. They are Paul presenting to the, the believers in Corinth that what he had just presented concerning apostles, prophets, miracles. This is for order. There has to be order in the body of Christ. And the order, uh, just like in the Old Testament, there was order during the time of Moses, order with King David when he became king with Solomon. There was order when Christ uh, began his ministry. The first rule of order as an example, is I had thought about this and had been thinking about it for quite a while, and I didn't quite understand it. How did Christ pick the apostles? How did he pick the apostles? How did he know to go to see Peter and Andrew or John and James? Well, I just think that through prayer, and I had uh, different thoughts of different reasons why, but I think that many of the apostles, they would be from the different tribes of Jacob. But I kind of had to, I was thinking that each of the 12 apostles, there'd be one apostle from each of the 12 tribes, but that wouldn't be right because Peter and Andrew would be of the same family and I don't think there'd be two families represented unless you had 
the father from one tribe, the mother from another tribe. So I, I, I have to back away from that thinking. But Christ knew who to call. And I think it had to be through observation. Before he actually began his ministry, I know that he traveled in that area, and he probably, by the gifts of the way that the Holy Spirit speaks to him, is exactly the same way that the Holy Spirit would speak to us through the gifts of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, discerning of spirits. I would have to assume that is exactly how Christ would pick the, the apostles, the initial disciples. But Paul expounds on these gifts. We all function in these gifts, but we don't really know and understand how to separate them. How do you separate the word of knowledge from the word of wisdom? Or the gift of prophecy when you have to give a prophetic word? Well, before I, well, while I was uh, in, I was 25 years old. I'd never planned to get married. But one night, a young man told me, Rick, if you don't get married, you can't go on with the Lord. Well, would you consider that to be a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom? Or was that a prophecy? They're all intertwined. They all work together. Then the gift of faith. I believed him. And I knew that the Lord had spoken to me. So I would consider it a gift of prophecy. But on his end, the Holy Spirit told him to give me a word. Rick has to get married or he can't go on with the Lord. So on his side, it would be the word of knowledge. On my side, I'm receiving it as a gift of prophecy. But I received that prophecy through the gift of faith. So they, these gifts, all nine of them, they all work together. I've been in a meeting where a brother had come to a congregation to speak. And he wasn't familiar with anybody in the audience, that were the people that were attending. But he looked, and he pointed out a young woman, and he called her by name. He'd never met her before. But he knew her name. So would that be a word of knowledge? I believe it would be. And then he gave her a little prophecy to give her some wisdom again. Was it wisdom or a gift of prophecy? These gifts are important. I have a, I wrote down things that I have spoken to people over the years. And there was a young man that uh, was dating a girl. They weren't married, but they already had a child together. And the the uh, girlfriend was pushing him to get married. And I told him, I said, don't do it because it won't work. I knew that that marriage wouldn't work, but he thought he was in love with her. It was that he thought it was a real thing. And I just told him, I said, don't, I said, that's not the Lord's will. Well, he married her. 
And then years down the road after a second child, it just could not, it did not work. And she left him. She divorced him. And I saw him years later, and he told me, he said, you know, I never forgot your word. I wanted, I wanted to be married to her. I thought I was in love with her, but it just didn't work. You were right. It wasn't about being right. It was just about I knew that it wasn't going to work. I worked for a young man in Las Vegas, and he was dating a girl, and uh, I finally just told him one day, I said, Ryan, don't marry, don't, don't, uh, don't marry her because it won't work. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. We've been together for so many years. I said, it won't work. It's not going to work. I said, I'm just telling you, you know, I work for you, but I'm just telling you as a friend, it's not a match. It won't work. Well, two children later, uh, she took the kids and she moved to California and there's nothing he could do. And we reconnected. I hadn't seen him for a while. And he said, I remember what you told me. It wasn't, she wasn't the one and you were right. She wasn't the one. And it happened another time with a man that was married. And I, from a distance, I just looked at the relationship and I finally told him, I said, she, she doesn't love you. She doesn't want what you want to buy her. She doesn't want new clothes. She doesn't want a car. She doesn't want you to take her to dinner. She wants you to, to divorce her. No, 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 no. I said, no, that's what she wants. Eventually, she's going to just tell you, Mike, why don't you just divorce me? No, she would never do that. I said, just... Well, eventually one day, she told him exactly that. You know, why don't you just divorce me? And I told him, do not divorce her. You make her divorce you. You make her get the paperwork. And eventually, sure enough, she went, got the paperwork. He came home one day, and there was a paperwork. Would you consider that a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, or is that part of a gift of prophecy? They all work together. On his side, it was a word of knowledge. On his side, the third person, third example, would have been a word of wisdom. On my side, it was a gift of prophecy working. So I can prophesy on the other side, the person receiving my prophetic word, it could be a gift of wisdom, a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. There was a young man and a girl that were dating. They were young. I knew it wasn't going to work out. And he couldn't break it off. He didn't want to break it off because she was a beautiful girl. She couldn't break it off because she thought she was in love with him. Well, one day I had the opportunity to talk to her apart from her boyfriend. And I just told her, I said, you know, this isn't going to work. And she just looked at the ground. I said, it's not going to work. He's not the one for you, and he's going to make your life miserable. And I said, and you know that. And she looked at me, and she nodded her head. She says, I do know, but I don't know what to do. I said, you just leave him. That's it. It's just that simple. Just tell him that it's not going to work and leave him. And she did. Now, at the same time, the Lord spoke another word to me about her. 
She was very beautiful. And the Lord spoke to me and said, this girl will eventually end up in prostitution. Well, now in hindsight, I knew that. And I wished that at that time I would have told her, this is the devil's plan for you. So that you, your devil's plan is that you will end up as a prostitute. Pray and ask God, and I'll pray with you, and you get saved, and God will change your future. Well, I didn't do that. Well, but these gifts, they all work together. Now, we're going to go to a, a learning curve. First, we're going to start with the gift of wisdom, with the word of wisdom. Because these are these understanding is important for your future. It's very important because if you understand how these gifts work, then you will get a better balance to what's happening in your life. We'll be right back. About three minutes. Rick Rodriguez. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Back in the USSR. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. This is Sam Shook, Navy Vet and Medicare Specialist. I just want to thank the KHNC listeners for their support and trust in me as their Medicare Specialist. If you are currently on Plan F, we are in a window of opportunity that can save you a lot of money towards your monthly premium. Please contact me at 970-413-4939. If you are getting into Medicare soon or are already enrolled and have questions, please call me at 970-413-4939. Again, thanks KHNC listeners. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, 
and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Okay, the podcasts for this program will be on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry radio program. And on Thursday, I I host the open forum from 11 to 1. On Saturday from noon, actually from 1230 to 1, I have a little segment. Join me then. And for those that I appreciate everyone that is supporting me in prayer, and I do need a lot of prayer. I always do. I don't take what I do lightly. It can be dangerous. And I appreciate your support. Thank you very much. And the contact information, I do feel I keep forgetting to give it out, and I feel like the Lord has just told me, you need to let people know how to get in touch with you. I am, hopefully, I've been discussing some things with family, and hopefully I'm going to have a website here shortly, and uh, we'll be able to maybe be in touch that way. But in the meantime, you contact me at the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. I try to push things a little too quickly, and I distract myself. I apologize for that. I don't want to get distracted. Now, concerning the gifts of the Spirit, I want to talk about, firstly, and give you just a little knowledge of the gift of wisdom. This is out of a website that I found, and it's very, it's helped me because I don't have the time to write and expound on paper these abilities that God has given us. But this is out of BibleKnowledge.com. I appreciate that the people that have put this together. The gift of wisdom, a point. There's four points. Okay, let's say you've just found out that your spouse has been cheating on you. This is their example. You'll now need God's wisdom on exactly how to handle the crisis. Number two, your boss has just given you a new tough assignment. You're not sure how to get the job properly done. Now you're going to need the knowledge and wisdom on how to get this new assignment successfully completed. Number three, 
your finances has spiraled out of control, you'll now need God's guidance and wisdom on how to keep yourself out of bankruptcy. These are practical ways and the way that God speaks to you with the gift of wisdom. Number four, you've just been named in an unjust lawsuit. You're going to need God's wisdom on how to properly handle it. Well, many times I've had this have to operate in this gift. I worked for a company years ago. It's an oil field tubulars. And I was kind of working with another gentleman. And this gentleman was a crook. He was, uh, you couldn't, he couldn't be trusted. And eventually we had a pipe yard. Some of the pipe began to disappear. Well, I didn't know about it, but the, the manager of the facility told me one day, he said, you know, this guy is taking pipe and people, a truck will come in and pipe will go out. And he said, I don't think it's being documented. I don't think it's being reported. Well, I began to just investigate this guy, and he was selling pipe. He was, anything we had on the property, he was selling it and putting the money in his pocket. So I realized one day that if I tell the owner of the company what's been happening because the owner really liked this guy, I'm going to get fired. Then I thought, well, on the other side, if I don't tell him, he's going to find out eventually and I'm going to get fired. So either way, I'm going to get fired. So I had to ask the Lord, Lord, I really need wisdom on how to handle this. I didn't just pick up the phone and make a call. I had to pray. I had to wait for the Lord's direction. I had to have wisdom. Finally, the Lord said, okay, document everything. So I went ahead, began to document what I could find. Once I had documentation, it wasn't hearsay. I gave the owner a call down in Texas. I was working here in Colorado. And I told him, I need to tell you this, and you're not going to like it, but here's what's going on. Well, he didn't like it. And he says, well, he said, uh, basically, well, you know, that's, you're, you're, you're done for as far as this com company. So I knew he was going to fire me. And then I said, well, I knew that if I told you, you'd fire me. If I didn't tell you, you'd fire me. But you better know the truth. And he said, well, you better have proof. And I said, I've got all the proof. And we faxed him all that we had found. Well, that saved my job. Wisdom. We have to have wisdom in situations that arise in our lives. And the word of wisdom by the Holy Spirit, God will show you how to work, take care of a problem. Then there's the gift of knowledge. Now they're very similar, but they're not the same. Now with this website, BibleKnowledge.com, here's how they here are some examples of the word of knowledge. How to solve a math problem at school if you are a student. My son has used this and my daughter have used the gift of knowledge in the problems and the, and the gift of wisdom in their companies. 
And it's not just a natural ability in your mind, not because you're intelligent, not because you're sharp naturally. No, these are supernatural abilities that God gives his children that are on a different different uh, level. These are spiritual. Another point too, how to solve a specific problem at your place of employment. Third point, some pla- something that you've misplaced, your car keys, you don't know where they are. My wife and I, we will lose something and we don't know where it is and we pray and the Lord will give us a little thought and we know exactly what to do and sure enough we didn't put them down we didn't misplace them they fell out of a pocket or as you're getting out of the car they fall behind you know how things just disappear they fall between the seat and the, the little space between the door and the seat things like that practical things they don't have to be big, big, big spiritual things little practical things knowledge on a certain scripture a verse that you don't know what it means but how you can apply it to your own personal life I many times I pray when I'm studying to do these programs and the Lord will give me a little insight and I'm able to present something I didn't know before how to properly witness to an unsafe family member how to solve a marital dispute how to start up a new business like with my ministry the Holy Spirit told me in 1988 that I would start a ministry and he told me you're not going to start a church you're going to start a ministry a church means you're going to have a facility and you're going to have a lot of overhead you're going to have for my in my world it would just be uh, something very hectic not saying I couldn't do it I wouldn't want to do it to involve but the Lord told me you're going to have a ministry like I had stated last week after I left the group the church group that I had been affiliated with with about four and a half years earlier the Lord told me to leave we ended up in western Wyoming and there in western Wyoming in Green River the Lord told me now you're not going to be a church member any longer you're going to go where I tell you to go and uh, I'll, I'll send you sovereignly speaking through your life I'll take you where you need to be well then in I'm on the west, on the, on the south side of a, of a home. I'm painting. I'm up on a ladder about 14 feet. And the Lord just out of nowhere tells me, I want you, now I want, you, I want you to start a ministry. He'd never spoken anything like that to me before. Well, would you consider that to be a word of wisdom, knowledge, or prophecy? What would you think? I'm asking you because I want you to start thinking about this in your own lives so you can know the difference between knowledge, wisdom, and a prophecy. Well, with that, that was, I know I knew God's will. I knew I had a plan that God had spoken to me. I want you to start a ministry. But he didn't tell me when. That's in 1988. 2001 
in about March, the Lord, I'm working with a pastor down in Denver, a children's church, and the Lord tells me, now you're going to start your ministry. This is what almost 13 years later. Now he says, now I want you to start your ministry. I don't have a date. And he tells me, you start it in June, June the 2nd. It's a Friday. It's a Shabbat. That's the day your ministry begins. When the day ends, when the, when the evening, when the day ends and the evening begins, that will be the first day of your ministry in accordance with uh, Moses' way that he had presented to the children of Israel when a day would end, when a day would begin. I knew the day, the exact day. I knew I had a I knew I would start a ministry, and eventually I knew the month, I knew the day, and I knew the hour. So at five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock, about uh, it was in June, about eight o'clock, somewhere in there, as soon as that sun went down, I knew my ministry had begun begun. I didn't have a name for my ministry. I didn't have a name. The Lord told me, what have you been studying all your years? I said, the two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11. The lamp stands in the olive trees. He says, that's the name of your ministry. The olive tree and lampstand ministry. And your main focus will be the two witnesses. The great body of believers that are Jewish. The great body of believers that are Gentile. The two great peoples, my two great peoples that are going to fulfill my end of the world plan. The Jewish believers and the Gentiles believers that are in love with each other, that will work together, that will represent me properly, and they will have my authority to accomplish what I'm going to accomplish in the hard times that are going to come at the end of the world. I had a word of knowledge. I had the wisdom to go along with it. And then I had the gift of faith. That very night that I began my ministry, a brother and sister, the Rose of Sharon Ministries down in Denver, Colorado, they wanted to have an outreach on the 4th of July at the uh, right in the heart of downtown Denver. There was a, call, there was a little park. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. But they asked me that night, that very night, in the evening, they asked me, they said, you know, we're going to do this on the 4th. We want to have an outreach to the homeless, and we want you to be part of it. And I told them, no, no, I thank you, but no. But I told them, I said, here's what I would do if I were you, and I just kind of gave them an outline of what they should do. They should go to the different grocery stores to get hot dogs and buns and soft drinks, and where they could get, you know, grills to barbecue. But I didn't want to be part of it. Well, I get in the car to leave. And as I'm getting in the car, just getting ready to drive away, they, they said, we will let you be the opening speaker. Well, I, I didn't, I just told them no. The minute I got in the car, before I even started it up, the Holy Spirit came to me and said, I want you to go back inside, take their invitation, 
tell them you will do it, and take up their offer that you will speak before any of the people speak from the microphone on that day. I walked in. I said, Mike, Sharon, or uh, Mike, Charmaine, listen, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and I'll work with you. We'll do this. But I would like to, and I'll take up your offer. I'll be the first speaker. They said, great. I knew, and I said, Lord, and the Lord spoke something else to me. You're going to give a message, a prophetic word, to the city of Denver, to Metro Denver, and to the front range of Colorado. I'm just telling you the truth. It doesn't mean anything. I'm telling you, ego is not part of this testimony. It has nothing to do with it. it. has nothing to do with, I'm just telling you what the Holy Spirit told me to do. And I didn't know what word to give. But I told them I would do it. <coughs> Through that next about month, they were going to do it. They weren't going to do it. They were going to do it. They weren't going to do it. But the Lord had given me a word that I had to speak. And with that, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I had the faith to know that I had to speak on that day, July 4th, 2001. With the gift of faith working with what the Holy Spirit had told me, everything was in full generating power, I guess you would say. Once they would say, well, we decided not to do it, i say, no, you've got, you've got to do it. And the reason I was telling them they had to do it is because the Lord told me, you have to speak. You have a word that you've got to speak to this city, Metro Denver, to the front range. You're going to speak. With what the Lord told me about what I was going to do, these guys did not have the strength to get out. I went to the big grocery chains, King Supers, Albertsons, uh, to the Safeway. We were able to get the hot dogs, the buns, the chips, the soft drinks, everything. Then the city of Denver wanted $10,000 for insurance. Then they were going to require that for every 250 people we had to have an officer. And it just went on and on and on. So they were ready to bail every single step of the way. But the Lord told me, no, you're going to speak. So this is the way that these gifts work together to fulfill God's plan for His purposes in your life, my life, and for God's will to be done. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group. I'm sure you're probably aware of the reputations of many of the precious metals dealers here in the front range. I talk to customers all the time that know gold and silver are strong investments, that they are a hedge against a volatile economy. But these customers don't know where to buy gold and silver and are very justifiably concerned that they'll get ripped off. So I want to make you this promise. At Patriot Trading Group, there are no commission salespeople. We don't make outbound phone calls. We don't try to upsell you 
into some scam or package that we created. We don't disclose your information to anyone ever. The majority of our business comes from referrals and long-time repeat customers. If you're looking to learn about or invest in precious metals, give us a call at 800-951-0592 or go to allamericangold.com. That's 800-951-0592 or go to allamericangold.com. The Patriot Trading Group. No salespeople, no calls, just old-fashioned service. Hi, Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks so much for listening to me every weekday from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. right here on KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Hey, do you own a business in northern Colorado or surrounding areas? Are you looking to reach a conservative, loyal audience which could grow your business? Well, take my advice and contact my friends at KHNC. KHNC has a rapidly growing, conservative, family-based audience, and you can speak directly to them. Now, if you're looking for the type of customers or clients that believe in the principles that our great country was founded upon, just contact my friends at KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies, and learn how you can be heard right on the air. Just call 970-587-5003 or email on the air at 1360khnc.com. That's 970-587-5003 or email on the air at 1360khnc.com. Take it from me, Brian Kilmeade. You can showcase your business to the folks that are helping to take our country back. 1360khnc.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360khnc.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360khnc.com slash shop. COVID has stopped Triangle Cross Ranch from conducting any fundraisers since March of 2020. Current state government issues has stopped our ability to have fundraisers until March 2021. We need financial donations to get through the rest of the year. Any financial support is welcome or just send one U.S. silver dollar a month to support our Christian mission. Triangle Cross Ranch, 36049 County Road 51, P.O. Box 727, Galton, Colorado, 80622. So on July 4th, 2001, uh, all through the month, they were ready to cancel. The city of Denver wanted extra $250 for each policeman. They wanted insurance. It went on and on and on. But the Lord told me, and I kept telling the friends, don't worry about it. It's going to be taken care of. We didn't know where we'd get the food. Didn't know about the insurance. Didn't know what we, how we were going to pay for the police officers. But all I know is that the Lord had told me, you've got to give a word to the city of Denver, to Metro Denver, and to Colorado. Never done that before. But I knew what the Lord had told me. Then, so through that whole next month, 
Then we have what is called the working of miracles. It was one miracle after another, after another, after another. We had to pray that there'd be no rain. We had to pray that we would have electricity. We would pray that we could get all the speakers and the sound system, which they didn't have. We had to pray to get the barbecue grills, which we didn't have. We had to pray we'd get the good help, which we didn't have. So there was the working of miracles taking place. So here you have now a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. You've got a gift of prophecy. I told them I have to speak. And we needed miracles. We had to have miracles. Now we're right kind of in the heart of a satanic area. We were going to need the discerning of spirits. And throughout the day, things would happen where you would get groups coming in that were from the occult. So you had to have the discerning of spirits. So all this is working together for that day. And I didn't have a word. I didn't know what the Lord would want me to present till the Lord gave me Ezekiel chapter 14, verses 14. It's the account where though Noah, Daniel, and Job dwelt in a city, they would save themselves only by their righteousness. They could not save neither son nor daughter. That were the verses that the Lord gave me. In other words, when God sends his four pestilences on a nation, war, famine, diseases, and pestilence, Daniel, Noah, and Job, they would save themselves only by their righteousness. They would not save sons or daughter. There's no way we're going to save the cities in which you live. You're not going to save Denver, Metro Denver, Colorado, America. You're not going to save it. Judgment according to the Bible, has been pronounced upon America in the future, just like judgment has been pronounced upon Russia in the near future. In the next hour, I'm going to talk about the Gog-Magog War, but I want to continue with the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the word of faith, and the gift, the gift of faith, and the word of prophecy into the next hour, and then we'll go into the Gog-Magog War. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. One man's dead after a Saturday morning shooting involving Weld County law enforcers. It happened about 845 Saturday in the Aristocrat Ranchettes neighborhood northeast of Fort Lupton. The Weld Sheriff's Office says a woman told 911 operators that a man with a gun was preventing her from leaving her house and threatening her. Multiple agencies showed up at the home. Investigators say officers told the man to drop his gun, but after several minutes of talking with him, the shooting happened. There's no specific information after that. The agencies aren't saying what led up to the shooting, whether the late suspect fired at officers or which agency agency shot at him. The only thing that's known is the late suspect was a 60-year-old white man. I'm Jim Williams. 
following the release of that tough-to-watch video this week in which a Loveland police officer breaks an elderly dementia patient's arm and dislocates her shoulder. Many Coloradans have been calling for action, and some's happened. Legal action in a lawsuit filed against Loveland police and that officer. Video of the arrest of 73-year-old Karen Garner back in June came out Wednesday. By Thursday, the department was investigating. One officer was on leave, and two others have been reassigned. The Alzheimer's Association's director, Amelia Schaefer, reached out to police, offering to train them on how to spot dementia and on techniques that can help them reach better future outcomes. I certainly think we see some areas for opportunity to have some verbal de-escalation. The department accepted her offer. Being able to understand when someone is not following a command versus not understanding a command. The officer told her to stop. She stopped. But then she kept going. That's not uncommon of someone with Alzheimer's or dementia. Garner had been accused of willfully not paying for $13 worth of merchandise at the Loveland Walmart. Her family says she simply forgot, which is normal in her condition. Schaefer's online course will show officers how to more effectively respond in the future. I'm Ted Werbin on the Rocky Mountain News Network. Room to breathe, new mountains to explore, tucked away hot springs to discover. It's all waiting for you in Carbon County, Wyoming. Embark on a new Rocky Mountain adventure in the Old West. With recreation, relaxation, and room to roam, Carbon County, Wyoming offers a respite from routine as well as a reinvigoration of the spirit. Find all the ways to get your West on at wyomingcarboncounty.com, plus lodging, events, and safe travel tips. Carbon County, Wyoming, get your West on. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And find out what you're looking for today. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head or a poke in the eye? Call Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. That's 800-951-0592. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today. Is the driveway made of fruit leather, or has the apple stopped appling? 
If your half of a 100-foot cottonwood tree just needs a haircut, call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have saved many trees everyone else said was dead. Ah, show offs! Hey, you're not in this one either. From fire mitigation, bushes, trees to bees, that's 568-6898. God bless us! Welcome to the second hour of today's program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez, founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand uh, Ministry. And I thank you for joining me on my radio program, Radio Church. I've been talking in the first hour about the gifts, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, gift of prophecy, gift of faith, gift of healing, working of miracles, discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. These are the gifts of communication. These are the ways in which God speaks to his people. The fruits of the Spirit are the fruits for your conduct. Then also in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians, you have the order of apostles, prophets, miracles, teachers, and many different things. There has got to be order in God's churches. There has to be in the life of the believer, there have to be the fruits of the Holy Spirit for your daily walk, for the conduct that you uh, have to have with people around you. And you have to have the communication, the ways in which God communicates to you, the communication gifts of the Spirit. The word of knowledge, word of wisdom, gift of prophecy, gift of faith. The prophecy, you can receive prophecies, you can give prophecies. You can receive words of wisdom, or give them, or words of knowledge. Gift of faith, in the situation I discussed in the last hour, I had been basically given a, a request by the Lord to speak on July 4th, 2021, uh, 19, I'm sorry, July 4th, 2001, at the Civic, Civic Park facility there in downtown Denver, and a brother and his wife, they were going to host this. Problems arose through the whole month from June the 2nd to July the 4th, and they wanted to cancel three or four times, but I told him, no, you have to have this event because I knew the Lord had told me I needed to give a prophecy to Denver, Metro Denver, and to Colorado, which I did give. And it was Ezekiel 14, 14 and on. God was going to send pestilences. Four, four of his uh, uh, ways in which he chastises his people Pestilences. I, I should just read them to you. I apologize. Uh, like I said, I try to go quickly to get in as much as I can, and sometimes it just doesn't. It's not 
productive. Okay. Ezekiel 14, 14. I'm going to start with verse 12. This is the account I gave on the 4th of July, 2001. The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Son of man, when the land sins against me by trespassing grievously, then I will stretch out my hand upon it and will break the staff of the bread. I will send famine upon it. I will cut off man and beast from it. Though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they should deliver but their own lives, their own souls, by their righteousness, says the Lord God. If I cause noisome beasts to pass through the land, and they spoil it, so that it be desolate, and no man may pass through it because of the beasts, though these three men were in it, as I live, says the Lord God, they shall deliver, deliver neither sons nor daughters, they shall be delivered, but the land shall be desolate. If I bring a sword on the land and say, Sword, go through the land, so that I cut off man and beast from it. Though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters, but they only shall deliver, be delivered themselves. Or if I send a pestilence into the land and pour out my fury upon it in blood to cut, cut it off from man, and beast, Though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, saith the Lord God, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter, but they shall deliver their own souls by their righteousness. This is the time of the end. You're not going to deliver sons and daughters. You're going to deliver yourself only by your righteousness. That was my word on July 4th, 2001. And the Lord also gave me insight about Denver that many of the corporations, companies, biotech, they were going to do things that would create, help create pestilences and beasts that were not created in the Garden of Eden. Noisome beasts. I had to go to the Strong's and look up the word noisome. And basically what it was saying is, and the end of the world, not just in Colorado, but on the earth, mankind would have the ability to make creatures that were not created by God in the Garden of Eden. He would have the technology, the bioscience, to be able to create who knows what. They had already begun experimenting in Fort Collins. They made a beefalo, a buffalo, and, a, and I forget what breed of cattle, but they made this creature that was half cow, half <clears throat> buffalo, and very aggressive. The temperament was just too, the strain was too aggressive. They had to kill them all. This is what they do in these universities. These universities are government, Department of Defense labs, laboratories, putting the brain power of the young students to create things for the military, weapons of war, in chemistry, in the bi biological areas. At that time, 
the old Fitzsimmons Army Hospital was still basically being shut down. And I gave a prophecy saying that they were going to build something there where that Fitzsimmons was, and they were going to bring these young men from all over the world. They're going to be Frankenstein's student, students, and not just in Denver, but all over this country, all over the world. These young men, the children of Frankenstein, working in these labs, creating things that God did not create in the Garden of Eden. Not just beasts, creatures, but viruses, pestilences, things like this. Deep, 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 going into the deep parts of the DNA of mankind. This is what the Holy Spirit wanted me to present to the audience that day. I didn't present it to them. That was not the purpose of it. In the prophetic world, there's, there's different reasons why God does things. The principalities and powers that rule in the heavens that you can't see, there's a principality that rules the city of Fort Collins, a principality that is a ruler over Greeley, over Longmont, over Loveland. There's a principality that uh, rules there at the uh, CSU, at the university in Boulder. There's a principality over Boulder. There's a principality that rules Denver as a city, a principality that rules the county of Denver as a county. This is how it works in that invisible world. When I was giving that word, I wasn't talking to the people in the crowd. God wants to warn the spiritual forces that he knows what they're up to. He knows their plans. He's going to expose everything. But God's people, they don't understand. This is why I ask you in this audience, you pray for me. Pray that God, I have to be protected from everything. I need protection for myself and my family for what I do. We don't choose what we want to do. The Holy Spirit directs us. I never had a sense to ever start a church, but I never thought that I would be asked to start a ministry. I never thought I would be asked to work with other pastors. And I'll tell you, the great problem in this evangelical world are the pastors. Because the pastors that are going to be successful, I've given these words to pastors, are pastors that will have people in their, in their congregations, in their assemblies, that have these abilities of communication, the gift of wisdom, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of prophecy, the gift of faith, the gift of healings, the working of miracles, the discerning of spirits. You've got to have these gifts in these assemblies if you're going to be effective. And that the assemblies that don't have these people that have these kind of abilities, that they grow big empires, but they're sterile. They're sterile. They're full of, they're, they're not, there's no life. It's just, it looks good from the outside. It's just a white sepulcher, but there's nothing living inside. So all through that month, then I had to have and work with the gift of prophecy. I had to tell these guys, the friend and his wife, the 
this is the Lord's will. I'm telling you, it's going to be okay. We're going to, it's going to work out. God is going to perform the miracles that are needed. I was operating in the gift of faith. I knew it. When God shows you something, then these abilities kick in. They might work together. They may shift back and forth. There's one testimony I want to give you that I, I don't... Well, I'll just give it to you. Like the discerning of spirits. I had a friend that I used to work for. And I loved him. He loved me. We were like... Like it says in the book of Amos, I think it's chapter 3, verse 3. How can two... How can two men walk together unless you're in unless how can you walk together unless you are in agreement? It's very difficult for Christians to walk together because there are different doctrines, different practices, different you know it. Well, this brother, we walked together. I'd known him for years. Every time we would meet, it was just a love relationship. Name was Dan. And I loved him. He loved me. We understood. He was he was deep in inner life, the, the deep things of God and the fruits of the Spirit. He just, the fruits of the Spirit just poured out of him. Love and kindness and joy. Just, he just, it was like a, a pine tree, just sap, just coming out of the, the needles. And then on top of that, he worked in the function in the gifts of the, uh, the Spirit. He just had that ability. Well, I, we worked together. Well, one day he calls me up. I'd work for him for a summer, and he, we, uh, I went on to do some other things. We used to paint. He, had a, he was a painter. I would paint. I went on. I got some work, and I had to go ahead and let him continue with his company, and I t t did my own work. Well, I got a call from him one day, and he said, I need to talk to you. Come up and see me. I said, all right. Went up to see him. We sat down. He says, listen, he said, brother, I got some bad news for you. He said, I have cancer. And it just floored me. I mean, I, I just thought, wow, Dan, you, it, you, what? He said, brother, he said, uh, I've got cancer, little spot that goes up from the body through the, the spine into the head. It's about the size of a quarter of an inch. All the nerves go through there. I've got a tumor. They, nothing they can do. They can't radiate. They can't cut. They can't give me the chemo. And he told me exactly what was going to happen, that eventually, little by little, it would grow and begin to cut off the functions to the lower body. Well, he had all the Christian friends and the Christian community coming over, Dan, this and that, and you're going to this, and you're going to live to your old age. You're going to see your children have killed children and blah, 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 blah. And they, It's what the Christians do. Sunday morning, I get up, minding my own business, and the Holy Spirit tells me, go see Dan. Go to Lafayette, see him. I didn't even think about it. I went inside, called. He answered the phone and said, Dan, it's Rick. Yeah. He says, listen, the Lord told me to come over and pray for you. He says, well, brother, you better come on over. So I go over, and as I'm walking out the door, the Lord said, you take oil with you. I said, okay. So I went over to the cabinet, and we had a, some olive oil in a bottle, and it was about three, three quarters empty. 
So I took what was left. And here I go. I got over there. When I got there, his two children and his wife were sitting there in the kitchen. It was, it was about 10 o'clock. And I didn't know what I was going to pray. Had no idea. The gifts have to kick in. The gifts in these times like this, like this example I'm giving you, they kick in perfectly, right on time. So I thought, well, okay, I'm going to a little dab and put it on his, on his head and pray for him. And the Lord said, no, tell his wife to get a towel, just put it around his shoulder, you're going to dump it all on his head. Whoa, just that fast. I said, okay. I said, well, I said, uh, would you get a towel? And he went over, sat down right there by the kitchen table, just sat there. Put the towel on his shoulders, and I began to pour the oil on his head. And the Lord said, no, 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 no. Slow. Just a little at a time. And I began to pour it just as slowly as I could. And then I began to prophesy to him. I said, Dan, I am anointing you for death. I'm not anointing you to live. And I just told him, from this point on in your life, the Holy Spirit is going to pour Himself out upon you every day, every hour, every second. Just the anointing is just going to be poured out on, on you. And you're not going to live. I'm anointing you to go be with the Lord. But from this point forward, you are going to have the Holy Spirit upon you like never before. People are going to come to pray for you and bless you and anoint you. But you are going to pray for them, anoint them, bless them. And people that maybe you've had problems with, that have problems with you, they're going to come to you. And they're going to apologize. And they're going to ask for forgiveness. And then as I just kept praying over him, then finally I'm down to, basically the bottle's empty. So I'm getting ready to pull the bottle away. And the Lord said, nope. You keep it right there until that last drop is out of there. And I said, Dan, all of the anointing that God had ordained for you in your life, every bit, nothing spared, every bit of anointing that God ordained for you to have in your lifetime is going to be poured out upon you to your last breath. And his pastor, little by little, he couldn't, eventually he couldn't walk, he couldn't do anything, he couldn't move, he couldn't even talk. And his pastor 
at the very end, one of the last people to talk to him asked him, do you still have faith in the Lord? And he was able to blink his eyes, meaning yes. And then he went to be with the Lord. But even to the last second, he had the Holy Spirit upon him. People came from California. He lived in Lafayette. They came from all over to see him, and he blessed them. With the Spirit upon your lives, as difficult as it may be to go against what all the crowd is saying, with the Holy Spirit upon you, you know God's will. You're clear. You're completely sure what God wants. And with that, you proceed. We are at the end of the world. There is one last decade. This is it. If ever, never before, has the children of God ever needed the gifts of the Holy Spirit like now. This is why I have been trying to jump into giving you an, an understanding of these giftings. But I realize the Holy Spirit coached me. You can't give them head knowledge. It's got to be experience. Because they'll understand experiences because they've had them. And then they'll be able to put the intellectual part of this together. So with Dan, I knew what the Lord wanted me to do. I went to see him. Then, as I got there, then the Lord instructed me step by step by step. And his wife and children sat frozen. They didn't get up. They didn't move. This was about a 20, 20 minute time. Still, I'm in tears. And his wife, she's in tears. He's sitting there glowing like a light bulb. And then when we finish, he gets up and he gives me a hug. And I mean, this guy was like a like a cedar tree. He gives me a hug and he thanks me. And he gives me a kiss. And I walk out stunned. I walk out numb. And it all came to pass. People would come to see him they would come in and weep. And they got blessed. At the end of the world, one thing about the people of God is they will have, yes, the fruits of the Spirit. It's vital. The inner life. The inner walk. Displaying what Christ is. He's love. He's all these things. He's love. He's joy. He's peace. He's long-suffering. He's kind. Subjective. The eternal will of God. 
then you have the gifts of the Holy Spirit upon you so that you can obey the word of God when it comes, no matter how difficult it may be. When no one else has the faith to keep the, keep the uh, event going, but you know, and all through that month, these two, the friend and his wife, their faith was up and down, up and down. My faith just got stronger. We've got to have policemen, $250 per policeman. Nope, God's going to work it out. It was a clear day on that July 4th. Hundreds and hundreds of people came. We had hot dogs. We had buns. We had ketchup and mustard. We had a relish. We had chips. We had soft drinks. These people all gained, these people on the streets gained 10 pounds that day. They didn't care, come to see the message. We had singers that would come later, musicians that would come later. But the thing is this, the word went out. God is coming to judge this country. He's sending his four, what did he call them? Four, uh, though I send my four, let's see, what did he say here? Boy, he, call, he had a name for him, and I can't, I can't find it right here. But when he sends these four servants to accomplish a purpose, war, famine, pestilence, and noisome beasts, they're coming. You can't stop it. We'll go, we'll go to the second half of this hour in just a few minutes. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Are you paying too much for your home, life, or auto insurance? It only takes 10 minutes to find out. Hi, this is Kevin Voles with Badger Insurance Advisors. Choosing insurance plans can be difficult. That's why I make it easy. I'll make the calls, compare the plans and prices, and find you the insurance plan that fits your needs. Best of all, my help is at no cost to you. Call me today at 303-359-1799 or visit badgerinsuranceadvisors.com. Let me find the right insurance for you. Hey, it's Larry Elder. Thank you for listening to me every weekday from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. right here on 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Do you own a business in northern Colorado or surrounding areas? Are you looking to reach a conservative, family-based, loyal audience which could grow your business? Well, take my advice and just call 970-587-5003 or email on the air at 1360KHNC.com and tell them Larry sent you. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the MyKind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. 
Hi, Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks so much for listening to me every weekday from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. right here on KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Hey, do you own a business in northern Colorado or surrounding areas? Are you looking to reach a conservative, loyal audience which could grow your business? Well, take my advice and contact my friends at KHNC. KHNC has a rapidly growing, conservative, family-based audience, and you can speak directly to them. Now, if you're looking for the type of customers or clients that believe in the principles that our great country was founded upon, just contact my friends at KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies, and learn how you can be heard right on the air. Just call 970-587-5003 or email on the air at 1360khnc.com. That's 970-587-5003 or email on the air at 1360khnc.com. Take it from me, Brian Kilmeade. You can showcase your business to the folks that are helping to take our country back. Tune in Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 a.m. for the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Get your garden started and growing successfully all summer long. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus Okay, so with these gifts of the Holy Spirit, I'm trying to give you a mental understanding of them and an experiential, uh, you know, through testimony. And uh, this way you can understand that how vital these communication gifts are to God's people. You have to hear what he has to speak to you. Everybody wants to hear God's voice. Well, how does he speak to you? What is his voice? It's too nebulous. No. He'll give you a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. He'll give you a prophecy. I went that day. God gave me a word of knowledge to see this brother. He gave me the knowledge, and then he gave me the wisdom. But then I prophesied to him. So I was functioning with these giftings. Instantly, as the Holy Spirit would speak to me. There are mysteries and revelation that you can say, to some degree, are, are a little bit separate. Just by revelation, you'll, you'll just know something. Uh, to go left rather than go right. Just by, just by uh, a sense that you get. And it doesn't even have to be in the sense of these nine gifts. Now, with the matter of speaking in tongues, I've told you I've never spoken in tongues. It's a communication gift. But one day, there was a friend. She and her husband had a young daughter. The girl was about seven, eight years old. The health, the the uh, the uh, welfare department found out that she wasn't. She was being homeschooled. They didn't like that, so they they thought that the family was a little dysfunctional. So they set up an appointment to come and see this family. 
making a decision whether they should take the child away from the family. That's these type of people. That's what they do. Well, they were coming, going to be there about 10 in the morning, and she asked us to pray. Well, my wife and I began to pray, and I haven't had this experience very often, but I have had it. And I would have to say it was a gift of tongues. But it was a gift in English, using English words that I understood. But we began to pray, and we knew that if the people that were coming, three people from the city and the state and the county, it all hinged upon their decision. If they thought this family was dysfunctional, that little girl was going to be taken. But we began to pray, and out of nowhere, I, I knew exactly what to pray. I knew exactly. It wasn't like having to think about, well, I need to cover this and cover that and cover this and that. No, I began to pray, and I, was, I could see it in my mind. I knew what to pray in my thinking, but I couldn't speak it fast enough. And I am, it's like these guys that do these commercials where they the fine print on a car commercial. And, blah, 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 and I mean, it's just, they rattle it off so fast. They read the whole thing in the matter of like 15 seconds. And you almost can't follow them. That's what I was doing. But basically it was praying that the husband and the wife, that the Lord would give them favor with the people coming, that the that, the, that they would put out tea, a coffee, milk, cookies. Uh, they would make it a great environment, that they would answer the questions, that they would be filled with the Holy Spirit, that they would answer every question perfectly, that they would have favor with these people, that these people, any evil on their end, would be subdued, and just a complete prayer in a matter of like three minutes. I it would just, I couldn't believe I couldn't, I knew what to pray, and I'm trying to get my mouth to move as fast as my thinking. I knew that had to be a gift of tongues. Just as fast as I could think it, I was trying to speak it. Well, little later on we find out that these people absolutely loved the couple and the daughter. They had great favor with this group. They had put out cookies. They put out drinks, coffee, tea, just a very, very nice setting. Everything that in that little prayer, exactly to a T. This is the power of the gifts of tongues. I don't speak in a foreign tongue, but I did speak in an English tongue. I do have more examples here. But what I'm thinking is, right now, I've given you quite a bit to think about. I can't teach you everything in one, present all of this to you in one two hours, uh, hour and a half. So what I'm going to do is I have to jump to something. I got a call this week, talk to a, a lady, a sister that lives up in Littleton. And she had questions about the coming Gog-Magog war, which many of you have heard of. Maybe you don't understand it. The Gog-Magog War, the nations in the Scripture have different names. Like America, you don't find the name America in the Bible. 
but you do find America under its end of the world name. It's called Babylon the Great, Revelation chapter 18. You could say 14, 15, 16, and 17, and 18 are, are speaking of Babylon the Great, America. Then you have a nation called Gog, or, or, or uh, Magog, Gog in the land of Magog, and he is a, it, it's an area, and there is a principality, a power that rules over that land. Then you have Persia, which is the ancient name. Persia is a modern name, Iran. You have uh, Turkey, presently, which you could be, I think, is called Togarma, possibly. Cush in the Old Testament would be Ethiopia. Put would be a, na a name, Lydia, or you could say it, it is actually uh, Leb uh, uh, what is the name of that nation? Uh, Libya. Libya. So there are different names. China had a name in Jeremiah. Kin, Q-U-Q-I-N, Kin, or Sin, or Kin, Kin. But the nations have different names presently. With Russia, there will be a war called the Gog-Magog War. It is the war where Russia will come with, I believe it is, the Ukraine. I believe Russia and the Ukraine are going to work things out. They may come together, but they have to come to Israel to destroy Israel. Russia will come with Soviet Georgia, Armenia, possibly Azerbaijan. At the same time, we'll come with uh, Ethiopia from North Africa, Libya from North Africa. And this is what they call the Gog-Magog War. I have it printed out in front of me, but because I have such a short time, I've got to give you an overview. The Gog-Magog War, the Russian War, where Russia is destroyed, is destroyed seven-plus years before, Armage before Armageddon before the time when China comes from the east to the area north of Israel called Megiddo. Seven years before Armageddon, the great Russian war with all of her allies, with her company of nations, that war takes place. That war takes place east of the Jordan River in present-day Jordan. They don't make it all the way into Israel as the nation where we know Israel now in her, as, uh, where she sits. The war takes place on the east side of the Jordan River seven years before Armageddon. Many Christians believe that the war of, Armage of Megiddo, the Gog-Magog War, I'm sorry, Many Christians believe that the Russian war is Armageddon. It is not. It is the great, big, great war before Armageddon, seven years plus before. It takes place in the area of Jordan. Iran will come. Russia will come. I believe it will be Possibly, to some degree, some probably 
of the Muslim Islamic peoples out of Turkey. Uh, it will, I, I think, pretty much Ukraine, because of the anti-Semitic, anti, uh, Ukraine is very anti-Semitic. I believe God's judgment is going to affect these people up there. All of Russian troops and everybody that comes with Russia, they're going to be destroyed on the mountains east of Israel, of present-day Israel, east of the Jordan River, again, on the mountains that are there. They will bury the dead for seven months. People traveling through that land, when they see a body, they have to stick a stake in the ground because all that ground has to be cleansed. The priests of Israel have prayers that they'll, they do. They go over, they find a body, they have prayers that they pray to clean and purify the ground from the death. It's a, it's a spiritual thing, and it's an important thing. Now, I'm going to give just the first part of Ezekiel chapter 38, a prophecy against Gog, which is Russia. The Lord spoke this word, saying, Son of man, turn your face toward Gog, the land of Magog. Gog may be a principality and power in the air that actually controls the land of Magog, which would be present-day Russia. The chief ruler prince of the nations of Meshech and Tubal, these were two of the tribes of uh, Japheth that went north. These are nations in northeast Asia, Asia Minor. And the Lord said, Prophesy against him and say, The Lord God says, Behold, I am against you, Gog, chief ruler, prince of Meshech and Tubal. This is probably the spiritual power in the heaven. I'm going to turn you around, put hooks in your jaws. I will bring you out with all your army, horses and horsemen, all of whom will be dressed in beautiful uniforms. They'll be fully armored. They will be a large army with large and small shields, meaning what you carry in your arm and what you drive in, what you come in as far as tanks. Having swords and uh, uh, just weapons of destruction, guns. Iran, Ethiopia uh, will be with you. Having shields and helmets, they're also going to be armed. Gomer, people living in the north of the Black Sea, Gomer could very well be the Ukraine with its troops and the nations of Beth Togarma, which could be possibly Turkey from the far north with all of its troops and many nations. The Lord said there are going to be hooks put in the jaw of Russia. Russia doesn't want to come to the Middle East, doesn't want to come but because of the present-day conflict that Russia is involved in there in Syria, she already has troops in Syria. Russia and Iran, these are the same people. They're from the, the tribe of Japheth. They're brothers, even though you might say they're Arabs. No, the, the ones in Iraq, Iran are are Muslim, they have different religions, but they are the same race. 
They are not Arab. They're going to join together. Germany may send troops also. They come to invade Israel and they're destroyed completely. And Israel is going to have peace in her borders. Now Israel right now is defending herself against all the attacks coming from the Islamic groups, Hamas, Hezbollah, you name it, they have different names. They're all Islamic. Israel is retaliating. Israel is not putting up with the attacks on her ships in the seas, on the Red Sea or the Persian Gulf. She's not putting up with it. She's not putting up with just recent attacks out of the Gaza Strip to the south and to the west. They've sent mortars over into uh, Israeli-occupied areas. Israel responds immediately. Israel has been responding in Syria, taking out uh, arms buildup. They've been bringing in arms from Iran. And uh, stashing them. Israel's taking them out. Israel has made it very clear that Israel is not going to allow these Islamic forces, whether it be in Syria or Lebanon, the Gaza Strip, Iran, not going to allow them to get an edge with the nuclear problem you're, ha problem you're having in Iran right now. Iran wants to get a nuke. These people, the thinking behind them is they're willing to use nuclear weapons to destroy 10, 12 million Jewish people in Israel destroy the whole land when they've got populations of 200 million. They don't mind taking out, losing half, 100 million. They don't, don't trade tit for tat. Well, we not wipe out Israel, we still got 100 million left to continue to live into the future. Israel can't afford it. I forget which prime minister of Israel stated we cannot lose one war. Well, what's happening in Israel and the attacks taking place in Israel from the enemies without and surrounding Israel, this exactly is happening in the spiritual world with the Christian community internationally, and especially the Christian community in the United States of America and the evangelical churches. Now, I'm going to say something. We're going to go to a break. But before I go to the break, I want to say this, because I'm going to touch on this in the future. The main objective of all the occult forces, of Satan's strategies, with all of his invisible military operatives, fallen angels and demons, the main objective of these forces is to not just kill the Christians, yes, kill the Christians, kill the people, humanity on the earth. But the objective is to kill the overcomer people at the end of the world that are going to stand and hold back the gates of hell. This is the main target of the occult world and the forces behind in the, in the invisible world is the overcomer people in all seven churches. The real target are the overcoming people. This is why COVID, it is directed specifically to get 
the overcomers to get them out of commission. I'm going to finish out the program with that. But hang on, we'll be right back. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient. Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes... Don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longhawk. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. So to finish my thought, the purpose and the objective, the main focus of the devil 
and his principalities and powers, the fallen angels, is to keep the overcoming people from being effective in what they have been called to do. The gates of hell will not prevail against the builded church. The whole church in general is not the builded church. The whole church in general is the family of God. But within that family, there is a group, a small remnant, a company that is overcoming. This is the group that keep the gates of hell from prevailing. The gates of hell will not prevail against this group. The target of the devil has to be you take out the people that are the most effective in the kingdom of heaven. You, you get them sick. You make them ill. You try to imprison them. You try to, uh, whatever means possible, to get them from being effective. That is the plan of the devil, the strategy of the devil and the devil's children. The devil's children know that. Their strategy is those people that are being effective and are causing harm to the kingdom of darkness and Satan's plans, those are the target. They have to be stopped. You see this with men that have been great, great, uh, uh, had great value in the kingdom of heaven and the attack upon them. Look at the old apostles, for example. Look at what happened with the apostle Paul. He was always having problems and hardships, but still, he, because of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, he was able to continue. He even stated he even spoke in tongues, more than all of them. That's why I ask, if you'll pray for me, I do need prayer, I do need protection. So, keep me in prayers for sure. And if you want to continue to support me or support me for the first time, my mailing address is uh, Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. I gave my prophecy on the, 20, on the 4th of July, 20, 2001 from the great, great occult center of America, Denver, Colorado. So I need prayer and protection. God bless you. God keep you. God bless you mightily. And may he show you and open the eyes, your eyes to the gifts of his Holy Spirit. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Hey man, pass the battle over, take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product, it's certified THC free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort